Welcome to the Ransomware Battleground, where we dive into the world of cybersecurity and hear firsthand those that are deep in the fight to protect your data and peace of mind. Think your network is secure? Let's check out how secure you really are with this week's chat, Ransomware in the News. I've asked Ritesh Agrawal, CEO of Airgap, to share his thoughts on ransomware from the business leader's perspective. Ransomware is a big business for the hackers and the serious ramifications for organizations to secure their network. Whether it's data, manufacturing, healthcare, and other industries, its impact is much more than just asking for money. I'm your host and moderator, Sia Yasso-Tornrat. Before we get started, I've got to give a shout out to our sponsor, Airgap, the best defense against ransomware. With a zero trust isolation platform, Airgap confines ransomware to a single device. Put an end to that threat propagation and protect your infrastructure in minutes, not months. And without further ado, let's get on the ransomware battleground. Welcome to the Ransomware Battleground. My name is Sia Yasso-Tornrat, and today we are excited to have Ritesh Agrawal, the CEO and founder of Airgap, join us today. But this is going to be a slightly different conversation. Instead of going deep into finding out the specifics and ins and outs on ransomware, we're going to take it a step light up and talk about ransomware in the news. So Ritesh, welcome to the Ransomware Battleground. Thank you, Sia. Nice to be here. Okay, Ritesh, I'm gonna. This is not gonna be a hard quiz for you, but there's a real big impact with ransomware for businesses. There is a lot at stake, and I figured you, as a CEO of a you know cybersecurity company, you might have a vested interest to make sure you understand this fully, and you have some, I'm sure, opinions on this. So, talk to me. Why and how did you form? air gap real quick. I just want to do one quick history because your background with Juniper led you down this path. What was that moment in time that you said, we're doing this? Absolutely. And so, such a great question to ask. Sia. I've been dying to tell this story to everybody. Uh, this was not a moment in time, actually. It was a series of sort of experiences I had. I was managing a very large business uh, at my previous employer uh, in the role, about $300 million in security business revenue. And what I realized was, regardless of the amount of money the customers were investing in security gear, and it's not just the Juniper's gear, but even our competitors at the time, which is Palo Alto or Cisco or Checkpoint, the customers were not as safe. And I used to, while I used to be happy winning some large deals, I used to also feel a little bit sad somewhere, knowing that um, I could do a little bit more for the customer. I wish I could make them safer than they were. And then beating the competition was always a challenge. Uh, it always is in a competitive environment like uh, security space. And so to answer these two uh, kind of nagging questions in my brain all the time was to find a solution that is a real technical breakthrough. And that's what I was searching for about five years until I got inspiration from the mobile telco carriers and how they actually deploy and how elegant the solution is. And then I spent five years thinking through how do I import that solution into uh, into enterprise. Uh, frustrated as I was, I quit Juniper, spent some time uh, thinking about the solution, came up with a very, very clever and elegant idea, 
And that was the genesis of air gap. Essentially, I had to quit my job to be able to focus on, on something like this. And that's what I did. Very cool. I mean, you know, sometimes it's that inspiration, that mission. And I do believe that if you have that mission as part of your core value, it does propel, uh, you know, your business. So knowing that you go into cybersecurity of all things, which is such to me, a hostile, you know, battleground, <laughs> let's, let's talk about it. Uh, so we have ransomware in the news. It, it seems like a never ending fight. So one of the, one of the bigger cases, if you will, or attacks was at Maersk, a shipping organization. What, can you tell me exactly, you know, what happened there from your perspective, again, as a cybersecurity business owner? Yeah, look, cybersecurity um, is obviously very, very important aspect of any organization today. Digitization is on the rise. And as part of digitization, you get uh, cybersecurity as a burden for your organization. It's very important for all organizations to pay attention to, to the risks that they are facing with this new menace in the industry. Of all of these things, I think ransomware has become the biggest pain. And the reason we are seeing rise of ransomware is simply speaking twofold. One is there is a financial motivation for the hackers now. And we all know financial motivation is the best motivation in the world and has been like this for generations and decades and centuries for that matter. And the second thing is this cryptocurrency has provided a perfect anonymity background. So you could be sitting in parts of the world that we don't know or haven't heard, heard about, and you probably find a cryptocurrency exchange that you can exchange money from. So imagine that you are, um, uh, you are a software developer or a computer literate person sitting in some parts of the world. You could spend a weekend, hack some large organization, like you talked about Maersk, and, uh, and probably make yourself hundreds of thousands, if not millions. And that kind of money is a life-changing money in any part of the world, let alone some smaller part of the world. Uh, so I can see why somebody would be motivated to do this. Hey, I spend a weekend, I make a life-changing amount of money and I'm all set for my life. I can do this once, I can do this multiple times. I'll never be caught because of the anonymity of the cryptocurrency. Now, in particular, you talk about Maersk as, a, as an attack um, on that shipping organization. It was very interesting, actually they had to reformat 45,000 PCs. I'm, I mean it, 45,000, and it's not, a, it's not a mistake. It's actually true. And about 4,000 servers. I can imagine it couldn't be fun for the IT organization or the security organization to go through the ordeal. Um, for, for the audience who are listening to this, try imagining formatting five devices, let alone 45,000 devices. To make it even more embarrassing, this is going to sound funny to some of you, but of course, those who suffered the pain probably have horror stories to tell you. But in order to stop the propagation of ransomware, the IT team had to announce on the PA system, scream on the PA system, shut down your computer, shut down your computer. And people were running in the lobby telling people to shut down their computer. I don't want to be on the speaking side as in on the side of the PA where I'm announcing and definitely don't want to be the other, the other side where I don't know what the hell is going on. People are just screaming, shut down the computer. What's going on? Yeah. Wait, literally shouting on the PA people manually. Like, I mean, can you just imagine that visual people like yanking, you know, the power cord off thinking they shut it off, you know, for those, you, you know, end users that don't know exactly how to turn off a computer. I mean, I can't begin to imagine the panic. Absolutely. Imagine oh my the gosh. that you had these computers, 45,000 computers reformatted 
street formatting could take months if not longer um, what does employee do in the meantime can your business sustain weeks if not months long interruption i suspect many of the business will go bankrupt if they had this kind of interruption oh absolutely and mirs cuz i'm they're still in business and they i'm assuming they've recovered from it um so did they end up paying that ransomware you know it's going to be hard to ransom what is going to first of all admit that they have been they have paid the ransom because it's somewhat of an embarrassing situation um and also for their sake i hope they haven't paid the ransomware because once you pay the ransomware first of all you kind of might as well write the target on your back right uh, that you know people and second it's very likely that the bad actors have got access to your enterprise blueprint so they they know they know all your weaknesses and there's a small chance that they have left some easter eggs for them to come back and collect them oh. this this oh. is all real and i i wish i could i could be gentle about this uh, and i'm trying to be as gentle as possible but the, these are really bad scenarios that uh, that customers actually face and i talk to many of them on a daily basis and i, I mean if i were to tell you stories I, i'm sure it'll make for a good good reading we could have a beer session someday and i'll spend whole day talking about these stories sold sold on that so let's talk about another story though because this is something that i think is even be closer and near and dear to your heart which is yeah. the recent attacks sophos got hit um fireeye or sophos you know they tried to attack sophos as well as fireeye and fireeye admitted it um this is really interesting to me because i think maybe just because i'm an outsider looking in you don't see a lot of attacks directly on the providers you usually see it on you know people who've got money um that's easier weaker targets so why do you and how like why would you go after you know firms like fireeye so folks i mean all of our you know partners in the ecosystem if you will but the answer is very simple actually simpler than you think just because they can oh that's painful that's painful <laughs> but but importantly i think what the point i'm trying to make is ransomware does not discriminate uh, we've seen attacks on hospitals um in germany a couple of patients died because one hospital was impacted with ransomware and they were trying to move the patients to some different hospital and on the way the patients died um we've seen schools las vegas they stole credentials of students i mean these are teenagers these are not even adults and they they kind of threatened to publish those uh, very important pii information on the internet if the ransomware is not paid i mean i have i have kids and i'm sure many of our audiences have the kids too and nobody wants our kids information to be found in the wild uh, but you know look i think bad actors have at this moment seems like um, no capability or intent to discriminate they'll go after whichever target makes them money and it makes all of us vulnerable i think security companies for sure like fireeye sophos you talked about and we also take our security very very seriously look the number of hoops we have to jump to get access to our network is unreal actually but we do all of this knowing that we are probably bigger of a target than than an average organization would be and it's our responsibility to ensure that we protect ourselves in order to be able to protect our customers uh and that's i think a responsibility for everybody um uh, that is managing a digital business which is practically everyone i love it i love it so i asked this question of everybody so uh i'm really intrigued to hear your answer on this ritesh sure what keeps you up at night 
Oh boy, if I were to make a list of those things, <laughs> again, we'll be sitting on a beer session all day long. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm rarely getting any sleep. Look, uh, as genuine as I can be here, uh, you have to trust me on this. One thing that worries me a lot is how do we protect our customers? And, and we're doing our best to sort of provide solution to schools and healthcare facilities and obviously government facilities as well as private enterprises all over the place. And I keep thinking about various ways the hackers bypass uh, the security measures that are somewhat, I think, not complete today and how I can make it complete. Look, if the current security solutions were good enough, we wouldn't be talking about ransomware. I'm sure it'll be the most boring topic of the of the week or if not of the month, but it is the hottest topic because the current solutions are not enough. And so my focus has been for a number of years, I would say almost a decade, has been to think about why, 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 why uh, we are seeing so many cyber threats. Security business is a booming business. There are billions of dollars worth of security software sold every year, and yet, Every day you hear a couple of news, like like you just mentioned, Foxconn was another one, and a few others that we heard. Um, this is because I think the current solutions are not sufficient, and I, I just want to plug the holes as many of those as I can think about. So that's what keeps me up all night. So it's almost like uh, you have to build like multiple defense lines of defense, and even within those lines of defense, you have to pivot. So there's no straight arrow, if you will, that could just bolt through bulldoze through all those lines of defense. It's almost you have to make it weave and make it work before you get to the penetration, if you will, whatever target. So can it be done cost effectively? Can you do it simply? Can we have security? Like schools, Baltimore County schools got hit. They're not going to have the same IT budget as someone like you would think Foxconn should have for example, or Maersk even, these multi-billion dollar businesses. So is it possible to be as safe as possible with that, uh, you know, small IT budget? You're absolutely right. I think security doesn't have to be expensive. Um, I believe what has happened in the past, and this is my personal belief, uh, I would love to argue with somebody who wants to challenge me on this, but what has happened in the past is we've created layers on top of layers on top of layers and not looked at the fundamental objections or fundamental flaws that enterprises have. So when we started looking at AirGap, and when I started the company, my first thinking was, let me unlearn everything I've learned about security and let me truly think out of the box. Because if you want to stay in the mindset of current security solutions, then you have no choice but to go in the same direction. And clearly that direction is not the right direction. So first thing first, I kind of, for a week or two or a month, I decided to forget everything I've learned about security and start from scratch. And when we did that, um, it became apparent to me that there are fundamental flaws and I'm glad that we found a solution against those fundamental flaws. And once you do that, it becomes clear as a day that you need to spend least amount of money to get the most amount of security if you did the right things. And then I will say one more thing, no matter what I say today or tomorrow or a week from now, keep in mind that errors happen, human errors happen. You may deploy our product, which is AirGap. You may deploy our competitor's product. You can deploy any other uh, uh, vendor's product. Human errors may happen and you may still be impacted with ransomware, especially rans um, sort of cyber attack, like menace like ransomware could be very devastating for you. What we have done at AirGap is created a ransomware kill switch 
And as the name suggests, it will instantly kill the ransomware. It will stop propagation of ransomware right then and right there within one second, actually. This is like the emergency shutoff wall that you have at every gas station or petrol pump, depending on where the audience are coming from. Um, you walk into that gas station, you see that emergency shutoff wall, it will save lives someday. Right. Say, I think air gaps ransomware kill switch will save lives someday. You should deploy it, keep it handy. God forbid you get impacted with ransomware. You push the button, the ransomware propagation stops. You do your investigation, you clean the system, you clean the network. You go back to your business, make sure that you have the least amount of business impact possible. And that's the second part of air gap. Not only we try to protect ransomware from propagating to begin with, right. but God forbid if it, an outbreak happens, then we would also provide you protection against that. And that's, that's the key to, I think, uh, building the right solution. And then you don't need to spend a lot of money because you're able to limit the damage to begin with. Right. I mean, I really like that you mentioned the kill switch because I couldn't help but think in the back of my mind, which was Maersk really could have used it a couple of years ago. Yep. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Sorry, guys. No, I know. I know. I had a customer who saw the ransomware kill switch and first reaction was, where were you two years ago? Well, I was building the kill switch two years ago, I guess. <laughs> because it happened two years ago, I was building it, right, as a net result of it. So. Yeah, that- Ritesh, this is such a great conversation with you, and, I, I, and I'm going to take you up on that beer, although I don't drink beer. I'll, maybe I'll, I'll figure a, a glass of wine with you on that. But how can uh, we learn more about AirGap? Where should uh, you recommend everyone go? Look, we have a website like everybody else. We are a young company, so we haven't disclosed a lot of details on our website. Uh, we have not spent $100 million on website. We'd rather spend $100 million on product development. But it's a nice website. You should check out us at airgap.io https colon slash slash airgap.io a-i-r-g-a-p.io uh, we look forward to seeing you there uh, feel free to reach out to me my email is ritesh at airgap.io i love to hear from customers if you have objections to what i said you want to argue with me i'd love to take you on and uh, and listen to your feedback um, perhaps something uh, there's something for me to learn from that and perhaps improve our product as well Ooh. I think you're, you threw up a new idea for a, a, maybe a quarterly thing where ransomware battleground, we battleground it live. I love that. Ooh, excellent. Ritesh, thank you so much for your time. And I know we could keep going on and on and talking about this, but I just thought we would you know, mention some things, uh, some ransomware attacks in the news. And I thought your perspective would give us a nice different angle uh, than the normal uh, conversations of us going into the weeds a little bit. So thank you for your time. And thank you for your support. See, it's always a pleasure to speak to you. I look forward to many more such series and uh, I, I couldn't wait. Uh, let me know when is the next time and I'll be there. Excellent. And so on that note, everyone, I think that will wrap it up for the Ransomware Battleground podcast. We will talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Stay safe.